I'm Erica. And I'm Emma. And we are Study Date Podcast. Welcome back to our study date. Today we're going to be talking about Emma Lamb and her experience being mixed. Woo woo! Yeah, so a little bit about that. You know, my mom and dad. My mom is white, white, white. And then my dad is Cantonese. So he's from Hong Kong. He's an immigrant, born and raised in Hong Kong. Um, my sister's also mixed. I have a younger sister. She's 15 now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Math. She's five Still years old. Still not sure. Still not sure from first episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're right. I still yeah. have to confirm that. She is 15. Which, yes, so she's five years younger than me. Yeah, that's my family. Wow, okay. So, how was your experience growing up mixed? <sighs> okay, I don't know if, like, other mixed kids have this experience, because every... I don't know, most of, like, my close mixed friends are the same mix as me, so I feel like we can mm-hmm. relate, but I didn't really think about what it really meant to be mixed until I would say I hit high school, in all honesty. Oh. Like, I didn't notice any change, like, I was treated the way I was treated, you know what I mean? Like, even within mm-hmm. my household and my, you know, like, extended family, like, my grandparents and whatnot. Was there something in high school that happened that made you, like, acknowledge it more? I mean, like... Okay, you know this, but my high school, shout out to Monta Vista, love of my <laughs> life, really changed my whole perspective on life. Um, it mm-hmm. was super, super Asian, and, like, you can't, I feel like even, like, leaving the high school, you can't help, but actually, backtrack on that whole thing. Born and raised in Cupertino, hella Asian, goes to Monta Vista, only Asian, mm-hmm. so there's, like, no... I mean, like, I'm not saying, like, I ever really explored, like, the white side of my family when I was growing up, but, like, it just suddenly became all of this. So, like, I identify more than, say, like, the Asian side of me just because Mm -hmm. of, like, that whole, like, four years, you're only surrounded by pretty much Asian culture, Asian experience, and at home, like, that's also kind of my experience, you know? Like, I see my, Mm -hmm. the Asian side of my family way more often, like, I have cousins on that side. We do Chinese New Year, all that jazz. Like, I don't know how to put that into words as usual, but I just feel like that was kind of why, like, my high school is just, like, super Asian-centric, you know? When we first met, like, we talked about um, your dad, and you told me the story about, like, what happened to your, this, like, particular specific story. I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you talking about the McDonald's came. story? Yes, when he first God. came here. Um, could you expand on that? God, it's so funny. Every time I think about it, mm-hmm. I told this story in third grade to my third grade teacher, Mrs. Something. I'll blank out her name just in case she's listening to this. <laughs> Shout out to her. She burst out laughing. And she's like, that wasn't good to laugh, but it was a funny story. I was like, thank you. I was a born comedian. I got it from my mom. But, oh yeah, so the story. Backtracking there. <laughs> Once again, another tangent. So my dad first came to the U.S. I think he was like eight seven like around there he lived in ohio which is i think it's funny because i feel like a lot of immigrants live in ohio right like what is that what is with ohio right like you've heard of that i i don't know a lot of people from ohio me neither but every time like i hear an immigrant story it's like so and so i lived in ohio or like some random middle of the country state i'm like huh but why Oh, yeah, the story. Still haven't told it. So, yeah, he lived in Ohio. He was, like, eight. He knew basically zero English. Actually, I don't know if I've told you this. He told me he learned English just from watching sports channels. 
Like, he would oh, watch wow. it over and over again, and then eventually start to pick up words. And I thought that was really yeah. cool. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. at this point, I'm like, why don't I know Korean? Because I literally listen to Korean music every day, <laughs> and I watch K-dramas all the time, and I know nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference between me and my dad. But, oh, yeah, <laughs> the story. Jesus Christ. You still haven't told, told the story, the story. <laughs> Oops. So, yeah, Ohio. He's eight. He's at a McDonald's. He knows zero English. So he, like, goes up, and he's like, can I have three hamburgers, okay? And then the guy's like, no, we don't sell them for free. So my dad has the mm. thickest Kanto accent oh, of all time. Right, right. So three turns out to be free. And then it's like, no, 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 three hamburgers. So at this point, the cashier's like, no, it's not free. And my dad's like, three. I'm holding up three fingers because I realize this is a podcast. So you can't see me. Three hamburgers, three. He goes like this like 8,000 times, just waving his hand. And finally he got it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I hated that experience so much. Like <laughs> I practiced saying the number three. 8,000 times. Yeah, I know. It's kind of sad, but it's kind of funny, you know? Yeah. It's like it's like sad in the moment, and you look back, it's like, oh, it's kind of funny. Like, when my car broke like, down, it was devastating. But looking back, haha, it was a little funny. No, it wasn't, but it was kind of funny. What races and ethnicities have people mistaken you for? So, races and ethnicities people have mistaken me for? Well, for one, we learned episode one. You thought it was Japanese. Full right for those of you who don't know what i look like i am a thousand percent sure that was based on stereotypes (laughs) but stereotypes why did you think i was japanese let's let's go over it again it was your face okay fine i'm thinking of like well i've also heard other people who call me japanese they're like it's because you have big eyes and i was like okay that's cool and they're like yeah you have the bang mushroom cut it was your facial features like i don't think it was I didn't really, like, think about anything else. I was just like, oh, she, like, I, you were, like, you're, like, ethnically kind of ambiguous. Remember when your man of the hour, whatever his name is, thought I was Persian? Never in my entire life, in my 20 years of living, (laughs) have I ever heard that. And you're like, he thinks you're Persian. And then I look up what a Persian person looks like because I just, I'm in disbelief. Well, he's irrelevant anyway. It doesn't even matter what he thinks. Oh, God. Filipino gym boy just out here mislabeling me. Really just calling these people out? Yeah. Okay. I got names. I got numbers. IGs. I'm coming for them. But... What other ethnicities? I mean, there's always, like, those people that are like, oh, I thought you were full white or I thought you were full Asian. Mm. Recently, I've been getting the full Asian more. Yeah. But what else? Um. Yeah, there's always people who are, like, Chinese... I get Korean sometimes, but I think that's just because in high school, I, dress, I like, styled myself a lot, I think. Mm. You know, like, flowy skirts, yeah. like, the clean-cut dresses and stuff like that. But that's, I feel like those are, like, the main, like, the top five, top eight, whatever, how many mm-hmm. I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, I, I put a side note there. I feel like you might go off a bit. But let's keep it lighter than usual. <laughs> I kept it lighter than usual. Okay. Because I know you were going to go for the Persian one. I know you're going to go for that story. So I was like, keep it light, Emma. Pick please. a lane. Pick a lane. <laughs> okay. Do you feel like you had any... Okay. So because you're half white on, on, on your mom's side, do you feel like you had any advantages privilege-wise being half white? Or do you feel like being mixed is... a an- another territory 
Oh, I could, I could go on about this for a while because mm-hmm. I, like, definitely agree there's probably advantages of being half-white, but I also think, like, that's a general thing where there's advantages of being any race and then there's advantages of being... and disadvantages, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, okay, I kind of go back and forth on this, but right now I would say, I like, being mixed is a completely different territory I definitely think I've been in situations where, like, advantages being half-white. I think I've told you this before. This is kind of a dark story, so. But I think I was in Oregon. I was in Oregon Mm -hmm. for a wedding with my mom, my dad, my sister. And, like, we're at a Starbucks. And then, like. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think this, like, homeless veteran or something like that walks in the store and just starts yelling at my dad. And, like, calling him, like, really crappy names and shit. And I was like, Mm. hello? What the fuck? you want to go? And my dad was like, okay, I respect my dad a lot for people on the podcast. Like, this man's a G. I probably would have punched this guy. My dad, like, just stood there and took it. And then, like, when he left, we were like, are you okay? Like, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, you know, like, I don't even want to associate those types of people. They make it harder for us. And I was like, damn, this man has the patience of everyone in anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was an advantage. Like, he didn't even look at, like, me and the rest of my family, he just singled out my dad. Or just, like, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm sure there's, like, a, like a few advantages that, like, have completely, like, glazed over me. You know, just because, like, I don't think about it that often. Which is probably bad. I should think about it more. But then there's also times, like, being mixed. Like, I've, like, told you so many stories where I, like, overthink. Or I think I'm overthinking, but maybe I'm not overthinking about, like, are people looking at me with that lens? And I hate it so much. Do you? Okay, so we've talked a lot about, like, the history and, like, your dad's experiences and everything. And, like, high school, I know, was a time where you really felt like you connected with your Asian side more. But do you ever feel like you experienced trouble with self-acceptance? regarding your mixed cultures self-acceptance no other people's no. acceptance yes in terms of like i can't change their opinions of me like i would like to obviously or like their stereotypes but i'm like perfectly comfortable with who i am i love being mixed oh wow <laughs> no like i really do i think it's great i get to experience two different cultures and like I, I don't talk about it a lot because it's kind of sad, but, like, my family's, or, like, my dad and mom's, like, backstories, they're both kind of depressing, but, like, they came together, like, like, uh, I don't want to go too much into it, but, like, on my mom's side, there's definitely, there was, like, racism towards my dad, like, some of it, mm-hmm. but, like, they still got married, you know, because they didn't give a shit, they just liked each other, or loved each other, so, like, I'm, like, perfectly fine, I love being mixed. I have, like, grandparents who love me on either side. I have parents who love me. I have a younger sister who is literally in the exact same family, so she knows just, like, what it's like. I have friends, like, from all different cultures who don't care or they think it's dope, you know? And then I can experience, like, all of my close friends at Chapman are Asian. And, like, we do, we get hot pot, you know, we get Korean barbecue. We, like, explore things that are, like, very solely Asian, you know what I mean? So, yeah, like in terms of self-acceptance i'm like very very content with who i am identity wise there it's just other people who have a problem with it 
If you could go back in time, what would you tell your younger self regarding self identity and acceptance? But I, I, I know you. I, okay, I know you already said like self acceptance, no problemo. Like I did not have any trouble with that, and that's great. But like, let's just say like if you could go, if you could like tell someone who's struggling with this right now something like a piece of advice, what would you say to them? Um. Okay. Well, I'm just assuming with that you mean like. People who are like a lot more self conscious about it. And I guess like reflecting on my younger self, I was really shy as a kid and like I got bullied. Haha, <laughs> shout out to my bullies. But like, <laughs> there's so many of them. That's the sad thing. I was talking with my mom about this yesterday and she's like, I was like, yeah, remember when I got bullied in fifth grade? Good times. Remember when I got bullied in sixth grade? Better times. <laughs> and then we just talked about that. But literally, what were, where was I going with this? Oh, so yeah, I was like really shy and like pretty introverted and I didn't really talk about stuff like this with myself or anyone, but I feel like, what would I say? Uh, I mean, okay, I don't know if this is like great advice, but just like own your shit, you know? Like this is you. You are this person. You are mixed. No matter like what mix or like whatever you are, you are you. And honestly, it's, like, that's the best you could possibly be. Just, like, do yourself. Try your best. Mm-hmm. Don't let... I need to work on this. Period. Yeah. But I, like, I need to work on this myself. But I, like, deadass don't think, like, other people should tell you what you are and what you're not. I think that's a big problem with mm-hmm. society right now. I could also go on about that forever. Like, the stereotypes. Yeah. And then you have to adhere to a certain culture. Like, we see this in subtle Asian traits all the time. Like... I'm sure, yeah, look at you nodding, you notice it, it's just people who are like, oh, like, first of all, you have to be East Asian, you can't be South Asian, which I think is com- really weird, Asian is yeah, Asian. For sure, there's so many problems with that page, honestly. Yeah, and, like, every time I go on there, I just feel, like, more irritated, because it's, like, I was talking to Hillary about this, and hopefully she won't mind me talking about this, but she did an interview with someone, and I think one of her questions was, hey, like, is there, like, a, do you think, like, subtle Asian traits, like, has one singular trait across all Asians? You know what I mean? And, like, I don't know, mm. I know your answer, I know my answer. It's no, okay? There's no one trait that describes everyone's experience, because that's impossible. There's, like, stereotypes for a reason, yeah, like, maybe it's more common than everything else, but there's no, like, one thing. And, like, this guy answered, oh, like, I have really strict parents, and so does everyone else on this page. And Hillary was, like, gobsmacked. What? She was, like, huh? Oh, my God. Because, first of all, no way he actually said that. He straight up said that. And then she, she like, wasn't supposed to do this, but she asked. She was, like, hey, like, are you sure? And he was, like, yeah, like, I'm, they're, like, every- You want to rethink the answer? <laughs> and he was, like, yeah, like, everyone on that page has strict parents. And I'm, like, clearly he hasn't met me. He hasn't even met Hillary, the one who's interviewing mm-hmm. him. Like, yeah. There's just a lot of, um... Like, other people have their own opinions and stereotypes for, like, everything. I think that's especially true for mixed people because they're like, oh, you're not, like, 100% Chinese, so you don't, we don't fuck with you. Or it's like, you're, like, not really white, so we don't fuck with you. And it's like, okay, but what makes your experience the entire experience, you know? Mm -hmm. That's just not how Mm -hmm. life works. Yeah. All together, in conclusion, the bottom line is own yourself. Yeah. Fuck others. 
Fuck, fuck their opinions. Fuck the hoes. Own yourself. <laughs> okay, so th- we're still in quarantine. We're going into Project. OC, by the way, purple, purple stage. It's going in. Second lockdown coming in strong. Yeah. So on the topic of COVID-19, no! since the beginning of COVID, <laughs> moment of silence. <laughs> uh, wait, really? Yes. In the midst of COVID-19 outbreak, have you felt any fear about being half Chinese? I want to say no. Or have you... Okay. Because, in all honesty, I live in one of the most Asian-dominated areas. Mm. One, the Bay Area. Two, Cupertino. Three, the heart of Cupertino. So, like, everyone here is Asian and pretty... I don't want to say, like forward thinking but i feel like that's what it is like most people have common sense and that they're like yeah you know this is not really like it like why would you think like this but i definitely know there's like yeah. i forgot who told me this i think someone in socal like started yelling at them and they just but like they left because they're like i'm so uncomfortable right that now so scary yeah but so far i haven't felt like any fear but i think that's just because of the area i'm in and like maybe also because i'm following mm-hmm. quarantine rules so i haven't really seen anyone yeah. So, it's really weird because, like, I've, like, noticed, like, during the summer, wait, when I was alone at the apartment and I would, like, go out to, to buy groceries or whatever, I would feel so self-conscious. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, I was an OC in, like, the, oh, yeah. like, super white area and, like, I'd be, like, in Target, i just, like, look around. Even if they weren't, like, seeing me, I felt like they were being, like, oh, she's Chinese or she's Asian and I, I was scared that they were good. I was scared that they were going to, pro- like, approach me and, like, confront me or, like, beat me up or something. I was terrified. God, see, like, that's so fucked. I just, I just, like, really hate that. So much. I don't know. I feel like there's no real words to describe it. It's just not okay. Yeah, I'm sorry that happened to you. I really hate that. I would literally beat no, the, beat the shit out of anyone who said something. I, I would, I would, like, actually, would I? I'm thinking about it. I feel like. <laughs> hypothetically i would swing but then it's like why would i feed into that whole thing you know <laughs> like why waste my time and energy on this person whose opinion doesn't even matter because they're just wrong yeah see there it is others opinion okay so there's this whole thing going on where people are like fetishizing mixed children and being like "Ooh." I want to be with this person and have babies with this person because we're going to make beautiful mixed babies. What is your stance on that? Like, thoughts and opinions? God, it's just so stupid. Like, it gives me hives just thinking about it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. first off, no. If it's your baby, you should think your baby's going to be the shit no matter who you're with. I'm going to be honest. Like, no matter who I'm dating or who I'm marrying or, like, if I'm having a kid, my baby's going to be the best-looking baby. Like Exactly. Yeah, like, what? Like, what? (laughs) I'm thinking about men on Tinder who are like, you are so unique. Like, shit like that. Ew! What the fuck? Shut up, dude. Oh, Tell me I'm wrong. What was that guy? Let's okay. talk about that DM you got the other day. Let's talk about it. Oh my god. Okay. This Korean guy, okay? He sends me a DM. He's like, what knees are you? Chinese? Japanese? Korean knees? And I replied with, do you start every conversation with that question and he was like i thought long and hard about this and i decided to go with something safe what and he asked like how high my emotional intelligence was (laughs) the audacity you're gonna hear first folks her emotional intelligence is very low (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god. Wait, I didn't tell you what happened recently. I didn't respond to him. I like typed like a whole long thing, basically like shutting him down. And then he was like, interesting. And then he, he was like, well, I don't really like to get into these kinds of like conflict arguments online. So would you like to get some coffee sometime Ew, to discuss no. this over like lunch? And I didn't respond. And then he and then he sent satire just the word satire but i don't know what he means men have like, one why thing. is he still following up with me it's like, audacity just stop it right there he's lonely His and EQ is low as fuck what do you mean my eq <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he really said that he did a yeah. 180 was like so coffee like, let's talk about why i'm the worst coffee he thought he still had a chance <laughs> god and this is this this is why i do not i agree with fetization idealization all the zations of <laughs> anything disgusting is too much also people continue you know what i mean like that guy sent that and then continues to go about life like everything is fine yeah. when it's clearly not like come on bro <laughs> let's grab a smoothie let's talk about why you're the worst <laughs> let's talk about this over a smoothie literally that's what he was like <laughs> Like, I clearly, like, I'm not interested anymore, right? Yeah. Like, you were never since, interested anyway. Since the beginning. And then, like, he, he drops that. Oh Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, we could always, I could always, like, talk about this forever. But being mixed is probably, like, the greatest experience, like, I've been lucky to be blessed with. Like, I'm very thankful. Love it. That's so cute. Wow. sentimental wow okay so thank you so much to emma for sharing a little bit more about her experience being mixed and talking about her story um in the next study date we're going to be talking about mental health and this is a very important topic (laughs) for both of us very dear near and dear to our (laughs) hearts as it's very personal you know Mm -hmm. yeah it's gonna be 20 minutes of us hating on ourselves (laughs) i'm pretty sure so you can't miss out on that body dysmorphia grades anxiety social anxiety you know yeah that's just to name like one that's just to name like barely any (laughs) (laughs) yeah make sure to follow us at study day podcast on ig yes and we are now on spotify apple music and you can check out our website bussprout.com slash study day podcast and you can hear our podcast and tune in on all the other platforms that are, are available right now thank you so much for tuning in to our study date today and we will see you in our next study date bye bye